Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, shit. Hello, it's me, Brandon. I just pressed record and heard, oh, shit, from Chicken Fingers. So hopefully he's still on. He usually does that in the green room. Uh, John's here. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. How you doing? Hi, Stu. Brandon, yeah. are there any trees on your house this week? Let's just start with no, that. No, the tree has been removed. She gone. Yes. Sorry. Tree gone. Well, that's great news. I'm happy. To, and you're alive. I am. The house has not killed me yet. Snakes are still coming after me. Uh, but uh, tree is gone. That's, that's good. Hi, Stu. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Sorry I missed last time. We missed you. And Chicken Finger 69 is back. Are you, uh, are you okay, buddy? What's up, fuckers? I'm fine. I just uh, half a dozen teenage girls just bounded into the house screaming. So they're having a sleepover. It's fantastic, Brandon. It's just <laughs> great. He is in hell. He is it's just a, great. He is in hell. <laughs> and How, got, do they yeah. keep it themselves generally? Mm, in what sense like do, do they bother me they're not like around you but you can no. still hear them everybody can everyone in the county can hear them <laughs> this is everybody's problem in the whole oh there's no doubt this is hillary clinton you build a village no that's not the same takes the village you build a village to take a village <laughs> yeah build a village take a village it's right right in the gas station <laughs> <laughs> all right so if you leave uh immediately or at some point without any warning we'll just know that's there's some shit going down some teenage shit so going down at the sleepover came home and we've got this crazy ass dog mm-hmm. puppy that i it, that's 80 pounds and i guarantee you i forgot to bring the dog into the room so I guarantee you the dog is attacking them because I can hear them screaming. That's what's going on. I know it is. Oh, the dog is freaking the fuck. Dog's out. going ape shit. Friends, 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 friends. Jump, play, <laughs> jump. Greatest day of my life. And these girls are. It's too big a dog for them to handle. It's not it's a mean exactly. Dog. It's exactly like John Bonus when he meets anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Greatest Very, day of my I was going to say Dave Marthal when Blood Mason is finally arrested. But, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Love you, Dave. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, Anyways. should we get started with the sports talk? Sports. Sure. Um, so we have got uh, a twins topic to discuss, and this is right in the middle of we don't know the actual news. The people who are listening to this will know. This is what they call historically the podcaster's dilemma. Mm. 
do we talk about, we would love to talk about it, even though everybody who's listening knows the outcome. So what we're talking about right now is our, our beloved new pitcher left today with a shoulder issue. And we'll figure out at some point how bad it is. It doesn't seem good right now, but we do have um, actually one of the four of us is an orthopedic surgeon in his free time. And that is chicken finger 69. You have a lot of experience with shoulder issues. (laughs) Uh, And correct me if I'm wrong here, but shoulder issues, not a big deal at all. Right. Well, only ended my entire career, but uh, yeah. Bad start. Um, What? in the twins history would make Mm. you see what happened today and say to yourself, this will be fine. (laughs) I'm sure it's nothing. What, what is it? Tell me what you're latching on to. What is, what is this? Any story, a name where they came off the mound with soreness Mm -hmm. and it turned to be nothing or came off the field or anything. And it turned out, to be nothing it's that's that's grim ever what what if they just what if they let him well i don't know they could have him just not pitch for a while and then maybe do some exercises to build it back up like rest and rehab rest and rehab maybe <laughs> that works all the time you know what that translates to off of uh tommy john surgery hopefully be ready by next year's playoffs <laughs> I know. That's what that translates to. That's the months from today. Exactly 18 (laughs) months from today, someone will tweet out that he is throwing off flat ground. Flat ground. (laughs) And he got on a mound and they had to take him off the mound. (laughs) Not allowed. Uh, No, it's never worked. Liriano is the most famous one that I remember. I feel like they tried to do that with him. His was an elbow, not a shoulder. But elbows feel like they are very bad, but also recoverable. Shoulder feels to me like you might as well just take him behind the shed. I, it is that Liriano's kind of a great example of why I don't trust any of those pitching coaches or developers in any sense because they, okay, we're going to start him off in the bullpen, right? Because we don't want to injure his elbow. We don't want to injure, we don't want to overload him. We want to ease him in just the tip. Guide the cock. Don't block the cock. Mm-mm. Guide the cock. Guide it in. in. One inch at a time. And then what ends up happening? Blows out his it's time and John. Like so you might as well have just used them as a starter to begin with, rather mm-hmm. than easing them in. Don't mm-hmm. tell me about pitch counts or any of this shit. This rest and relaxation Rocco loves to loves to use. Uh they have players on the injured list more than any just as much as any team if not more so i don't trust it i don't trust it Mm-mm. liriano was maybe one of the first that made me not trust it yeah and maeda most recently nobody knows what the hell is going on nobody knows anything but everyone knows that the shoulder is bad we do know Shoulders that are bad. Mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. out of the mound and throwing like 87 miles an hour when you usually throw 94 95 yeah, that's the Tommy Malone range. So <laughs> nobody wants to be Tommy Malone. No. Ever. Tommy Malone doesn't want to be Tommy Malone. He hates it. And he also he, he sells cars under a different name. It's, it's wild. I'm going to tell you, hopefully, a very quick aside, Brandon. My shoulder is so bad, and my son's getting older now. So I try to pitch batting practice to him. But my old, you know, when he was younger, the batting practice, the speed up. 
I can throw was enough from a normal distance. But now that he's getting older, in order to match the kind of the reaction time that he needs to develop at, <laughs> I basically have the L screen like three <laughs> feet from him. Like, it's, it's, about, it's not almost embarrassing. Like I don't have the reaction time to get out of the way. Uh, it's, it's, we're nearing that. You have so to wear a helmet where... too in case he's, his follow through of his swing hits <laughs> yes. you in the forehead. That I have to search. I have to check every inch of the netting to make sure there is no hole because I'll Three die. Three screens. A, yeah. I am so close right now. I am right so now, I'm imagining. Right I'm just imagining this with three L screens and you with an entire fully decked out in hockey goalie equipment, just tossing <laughs> batting practice yes. and taking baseballs off the dome. He's like four step crow hopping it. <laughs> I've just taken a running start, full velo, seventeen miles cricket. an hour. Yeah, like a cricket bowler, <laughs> cricket just wine. running in from way back at the uh, back of the batting cage, and and you know maybe I've stumbled upon like the next great development skill. Like this will be what Wichita State will be using I bet. in twenty twenty seven or something. I I don't yeah. know, but right now it looks ridiculous because I'm basically twelve feet from him throwing it's like you know that drill where you sit next to somebody and you throw it up and then they hit it like it's almost like off a tee yeah soft toss it's like that except you're in front of him (laughs) in overhand and in a pitch a full pitching motion (laughs) and throwing as hard as you can (laughs) and max velo (laughs) grunting it must look so when when it's 60 feet six inches it must look like the guys across the ocean like i you got all day. Imagine. Finish making yeah. a sandwich. Ball still coming. It's fine. I got time. I got time. Anyways, okay. Uh, so what? this is, as mentioned, it's the podcaster's dilemma. I'm sure by the time everybody listens to this, we'll know exactly the severity because, as we understand it, recording this on a what day is today? Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday. It's Saturday. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday, Saturday morning, I believe. Um, it's still an MRI pending. Um that's a real i mean after the paddock news uh a real kick in the teeth because i was super pumped to well i don't know i don't want to say super pumped i was intrigued at this team post deadline whereas i think we were all maybe similarly like just nonplussed throughout the entire season even when they were in first place it was kind of a weird team as we as we know intrigued is a good word intrigued yes that's they good. tried they tried yeah <laughs> i was willing to be heard again <laughs> yeah it was opening up my heart um and now if he goes down it feels like i know the playoff odds are getting somewhat bleak bleaker by the day well the royals were just the best the most gracious team in the whole world the just past few the days most polite guys that's the best no we'll, no don't worry about it we'll come to you yeah. we'll come to you just piss pound us yeah. it'll be easy uh get pagan's <laughs> confidence like back up major yeah. league baseball hospice care <laughs> seven oh, rookies they started seven rookies i've yeah. never heard of anything seven <laughs> and this is not a team with a rich deep farm system these are no. seven raw <laughs> raw goddamn rookies Ugh. um yeah i think the final score for the three for the three game series was 17 to 2 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Had his, had his yeah. glove on his head. 
Fucking dandelions. Which one's right field? (laughs) Is it when I'm looking at the plate? No. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. So that's been that's been helpful. They are now either half a game or a game out or tied, depending on the outcome of uh, Um, the rest. That game is a four to four in the eighth inning, I believe. Right. We'll continue to give you live updates. Monitor that uh, as we go. We'll monitor. Um, But if if I still don't even know how to say his name. Is it Mall? That's the shit of it. I never got to figure out how to pronounce his last <laughs> name. It's, so it's pronounced Gustav Mahler. Gustav oh. Mahler. Yeah, I thought it was Molly. Honestly, I thought it was Molly. I think it is Molly. Molly. All right, cool. We'll call him Marthaler. Tyler Marthaler. So old Ty Marthaler. Uh, if he's out, it's over. Is yeah, that fair? Because it's, it's kind of over anyway. They don't have the horses. I mean, no horses. That there's going to mean they got themselves a starter and enough bullpen arms to try to, mm-hmm. you know, get to the finish line and maybe win a playoff series. But if this is going to put them in the same spot where they don't have enough starters and they burn out the bullpen and you're going to see fucking like Emilio Pagan pitching in a high leverage situation in the possibly starting a playoff else. game. I feel It'll like starting a playoff game. It might it's just possible. be like the times I'm checking in, but I swear to God, we traded for better pitching. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't have to pitch anymore. Yep. And now he still pitches every game. Every single time I look at the box score, he's for some reason in the game. Then he's got two thirds of an inning every and day. four hits. Oh, God. Today was today was the worst because the Twins <laughs> had a nice start. You have the game up on your laptop and you go over to the other tabs and do your work. And then you go over there and Emilio Pagans into the third <laughs> inning. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Suter. Bruce he Suter, he pitches three innings. It's Bruce Suter at WGN in 1984. 105 start. Three innings every game. That's what the whole point of these trades were, so we don't have to see him anymore. I, mean, I guess Duffy. We got rid of Duffy, right? Yes, the doof is. Yeah, he, he waivers too, so he's, he's anybody's. Still around. Yep. Uh, Meat Raffle has been fantastic lately. It's actually been really good. Really good. <laughs> Uh, so that's been cool, but um, yeah, I don't know how sustainable that one is. Just, just no, it's true. That's that's house money. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I still, I guess, I'll hold out hope that everything's going to be okay, but it's not great. Shoulder problems. Mm. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask about is, and I could be wrong here. I've been a little bit checked out. It's just like a blanket statement for me. Um, but their playoff odds are all of a sudden like not great. It was the exact opposite the entire season where we were they were miserable to watch. And then we'd look and their playoff odds were like 80% or 90%. It just felt like this was inevitable. And now all of a sudden, it's not inevitable, right? Like now it's looking very likely they don't make it at all. I don't know how I feel about that. Now I'm sad. First, I didn't want to make them to make the playoffs because I didn't like watching them. And I needed a break. And now I'm getting a little bummed out. Ah. Nah. What are their playoff odds right now? Probably fifty fifty, if I had to guess. Do you believe? Do you believe in Cleveland? No. Like so, I don't know these odds. I don't. They don't. Uh, they don't do much, much for me. No. These odds. They don't impress <laughs> me <laughs> much. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Cleveland doesn't do anything for me. The White Sox suck. Royals are obviously horrible. So they'll go on a run and then the odds will be right back up and then they'll shit the bed and then the odds will be down. And swing up, swing down. 
Yep. Go across. Okay. Uh, I have procured the odds on baseball reference. Play so these are so just these are play. personally compiled by our friend Hans still. Somehow, yep. Thank right? Hans. Yep. Hi, Hans. Um, yeah, this is this is postseason odds. What do you think the twins are? Uh, 45%. Good. 56%. I was going to say 44. Okay. It's 39.9. Really? Yeah. They've Wait, got they're, they're uh, down to 40% already? Uh huh. Uh huh. They've got uh, Cleveland at 52 and the White Sox at 54. What the fuck? Okay. Then we're fine. Wait, then I'm not second. super Hold worried on. about it. The one thing I know is it's not going to be the White Sox. That's the one thing I know about the Central. How are so there's a hundred there are dog shit chance? for perverts. Sorry, I don't, I don't understand because there's I know there's like 15 wild cards now, but there's no way one of the central teams gets a wild card, right? No, oh, so, the entire AL East is ahead of us. It's fine. Does this mean like the wild card? They're 16% Cleveland, 14% Chicago, 16% Minnesota. So uh, they all have pretty equal odds at kind of all of it. Wait, oh, boy, that's actually surprising that any of those teams has a one out of six chance of winning the wild card. So actually winning the division, they say the White Sox have a 40% chance, the best odds. Is this this year? I, I, I'm so confused. Uh, yeah, Cleveland 36 and we have 23. So we are have the least odds of the three right now to win the division by a pretty wow. striking amount. Yeah, it's not that close. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe they saw the Twins play against the Angels. Perhaps that was that was a dispiriting uh, stretch of games because yes. the Angels seem to be inventing ways to lose despite having two of the most galactically talented players ever. Um, like today, uh, Otani went four for five today, hit a home run, did great. They lost 11 to four. <laughs> Tungsten, Tungsten Armo Doyle. Tungsten Armo Doyle again and again and again. Did you see the other mean, day where they got a guy in a rundown and then just like forgot to cover home and he just yep, got to score? <laughs> that was shit. I coach 10-year-olds, as you know. They have never, ever done that. And they make some really boneheaded plays. Never so far in two full years. Of, and there's rundowns. Chicken, you remember this. There's six rundowns a game at that age. Sure. Kids are purposely getting in rundowns because they think it's the funniest thing ever. It's so and they've fun. never once just yeah. not covered home plate. Ever. <laughs> we would probably end the game. Go Okay, forget it. Line it up. Shake hands. <laughs> Uh, if your kid was the one who forgot, what would you do? How, would you compose yourself or would you lose your shit? Oh, like man. if he just was staring off into the sky. Oh, shit, that's right. I was supposed to cover home. I am generally a very level headed coach. I think I would like have a, an aneurysm and die on the field. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be it. Teach just- them. To scream pickle when there's a pickle. Because I don't know if there's anything more fun than screaming pickle when there's... Sprinting to the pickle. Just, sc- just scream pickle. You yell pickle, and then you run to that pickle. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a great thing. It's the best. And if you, uh, get to, if you get to yell... I mean, there's guys like 
dads are jumping in people off the street are running in back off. guy waiting for the bus yeah we're in slash door, briefcase door dash door dash from jersey mike's everybody also. in on that umpires backing up umpires are jumping in people from other hey, games and other fields are over. that wasn't that, was that was frank drebin he got in the, he was the umpire that jumped into the pickle in uh in uh, Naked Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go. God. Yeah. yeah. Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He jumped yeah. into the pickle. Yeah, that's, that's just, that was one of the most asinine things I've seen in a long time. Well, since the was probably it, the previous Angels game. Would you say it was more or less asinine than the time the Pirates tried to tag uh, Javier Baez out at he he hit the ball to first, but oh, they yeah. tried to get him in a rundown at first at base. First base. <laughs> yeah, and then they threw home because he just kept yeah. running backwards, and then they still didn't realize that no matter what, after 25 minutes, it's still a force out at first, and they still didn't get the force out. And they threw it away, and the Cubs scored a run. Yeah. I still think the number one, like, most, I don't even know what you would call this, just surreal, stupid, whatever. Uh, to me, I I could be wrong, but doesn't have to be when Manny Ramirez cut the ball off from center field when he was playing left field. He like dove after the ball as his cutoff. Yeah. I think that, that was, been, may have been my favorite. That was as good as it gets. I don't know if it, yeah, I don't know if it gets better. We'll think about it. Well, there was that one time, I forget which outfielder it was for the Royals, but somebody hit a long fly ball. And the Royals outfielder went back and climbed the wall to take away oh, a home run, and then it landed like twenty five feet in it's front a of the corn. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was great. That was yeah. You're right. That may have been the best one. So many. Remember some boners. Let's remember some boners. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're gonna wait to see if uh, Ty Marthaler is safe and healthy, and if he is, we're gonna still continue being intrigued if not might be it is that what our conclusion is about the twins yeah yeah yep that'll help and the uh i mean this was panic real panic mode until those beautiful humans on the royals came into town that really helped that yeah. that really settled things down because i think the odds were a lot lower three days ago so thank you again yeah. kansas city the twins really had the last three days they really had the air of a team that doesn't have enough players and it doesn't matter. Like I think they played today's game with seven players and it didn't matter. Just one mm-hmm. outfielder. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's our Royals. They should play the Royals more, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Agreed. Okay. Should we move on to other sports? We can. I don't know if we want to do a full Vikings preview. Um today what i was saying we could do is we should run down the top 12 to 15 guys on the bubble and really break down an analysis of who we think might make the actual i'm kidding of course i don't know anybody on this team this year at all i have no clue john over to you uh i really think (laughs) that you you know do you feel like you know this team pretty pretty well do i I feel like i know this team let me me, we're relying on you john who is, was the Minnesota Vikings first round draft pick this year? It happened like three months. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a long time ago. This uh, year's, uh, first Eric, round draft. Well, they traded Mike Hughes. 
Mike no, they Hughes? traded it. Oh, shit. They traded it to Detroit. First round draft pick? Oh, yes, didn't they have like the 15th pick? Yeah, they, they, they were going to pick like 15th and then they traded down. And it didn't make oh, any they... sense, but then like the charts okay. said it was fine. No. Let me ask it this way Who is their first overall pick? Who was their God. pick? I've got this. Uh, I've, got this. Oh, I've got this. Dakota uh, Dozier. Guy. Corner no. door, Dakota Dozier. I believe it's Bill Beavers. Oh, uh, Lewis Sign or Lewis Yes. Georgia. Georgia yeah. safety. Yeah, Georgia safety. A safety. Is it first round? Yeah, like the th- it was like the th- last pick of the first round. Is that right? Let's remember some picks. Yeah, it was him. And then the second round, they got a guy who had sex with 16-year-olds, but he's on the offensive line. So what are you <laughs> that Packers how, tight how, end? How old was he at the time? Shimura? If that makes a big difference. <laughs> if he was also 16. You know, you know John. Oh, that's, that's, that's fair. I'm going to guess uh, it was brought up for a reason. <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that we know fair. about it is not Yeah, a he was sign. 13. It was impressive. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I don't I, think that's it. But the reports out of camp is that he's actually very good, which means the Spielman era is officially over because they spent a second round pick on an offensive lineman who might be able to play, which is crazy. Okay. I talked to Judd Zolgad yesterday is what I'm saying, basically. So hey, how's I, know, that? That's why I know both how's of those Judd little factoids. How is Judd doing? Judd's doing, Judd's yeah, doing great. Judd's doing good. great. Here's, here's, the, here's the beer that... Uh, he was drinking yesterday. For okay, that says before, before I, I die, die, before I die, craft lager. It'll be available at the Vikings game on Saturday. Okay. So, um, I believe that is a Judd Zolgad Rand Ball Stew collab with mm. like a couple other people nice. involved. So, but yeah, basically, it's a, it's, it's it's creative. Yeah, you know, chicken. Your microphone is really bad. Oh well, he's there's a storm going you through. Guys are- Lagging. You guys are frozen all the time. Your your faces when I'm when I'm going off here. camera. That does it. You guys, you, you know what I look like. You're going four wheeling. Okay. Yeah. I'll here go. we go. Thinking four wheel drive. Here we go. All right. Um. No, it's cutting in and out. Like I think you've got a short. Short. Yeah. How about now? I'm talking. Is it better? Uh, when or you said how short? about now, it was terrible, and then when you said is it better, it was fantastic. All right. How about now? I am fantastic. Is so good. Okay. I'm think sitting perfectly. Still. Stop moving. Do not move. <laughs> I, I hope we, I hope we leave not. all of this in the final podcast. That Dude, do you think I'm in. editing these days? This Come on. It, everything stays in. Everything must stay. That's our rule. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. They're upstairs. Uh-oh. Oh, no. This, oh, no. This, oh, no. Oh, this I hear the what, yelling. Oh, I can hear, we actually hear it. it bit, Shit. It picked it. This it picked is up. like... Uh, They're getting closer, aren't oh, they? They are. This is like the people in the basement of that Brad Pitt World War II movie. <laughs> hear them yeah. coming. Uh, Inglorious Bastards? Inglorious Bastards. That's you it. know, I just Tear watched that them. like uh, a couple weeks ago. It's so good. It really... Sometimes it I rewatch movie. movies because I can just get bored. I don't really... I don't have a TV show much right now, so... If I have like a half hour, I'll just start a movie. Some of them don't hold up. That one for sure holds up. That's really Tarantino, good. correct? Tarantino. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Um, okay. So, uh, and Stu, I wanted to ask you, um, do you have Mond fever? Oh, I know. I don't. He's awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I've got a coworker, uh, Sam, who was just, he's, he's got a no. case of Mond fever. Oh, no. Sam. Did, did, the, I mean, did Sam so watch that play, that third down play? <laughs> where Mond ran around for half an hour and there's the guy yes. standing in the end zone wide open. There's nobody within 30 yards of that guy, like wide open Vikings receiver. And either Mond didn't see him and threw it away, which that's a horrible decision. Mm-hmm. How do you not see that guy wide open? Or mm-hmm. maybe worse. He tried to hit him and missed him by 40 yards. <laughs> you see, it's one of those two things. Yeah. It looked like that throw, um, chick, uh, Chicken, I think you remember the the bad game against the Oakland A's last year when Arias fielded that ball at third base. Oh, no. Landed in, like, the, the mezzanine section. <laughs> just here in the crotch. Going up and, fucking, and up. He just kept T.C. Bears eating a stole some kid's fucking helmet nachos, and he hit him right in the fucking seed bag. <laughs> That was the that was the so only like, throw in the history of Oakland Coliseum to actually reach made the stands it on the fly. <laughs> Somehow got past the three acres of fall ground <laughs> to the stands. Billy Bean on his. There's not even any netting in Oakland. They're like, it's yeah, fine. It why will never hurt us. <laughs> but yes, that is that. I that's the play I referenced him, and he goes, "Well, yeah, but he looked a little pretty okay in the fourth quarter," which is like. Oh God! Now God, I, I've been what, you before, Sam. I understand this. I've been there. I do. You're younger than me. Don't get how did he watch that game and think that nope, this is our future? He did he watch the game? Yes, he watched, and the he said to himself, "This is our future." I believe. I think him. it's just now. Now, in his defense, he also saw Sean Mannion play, which is well, okay. That's and you work strange. with him, so you drink during the day. That's all yes. another possible. Yeah, maybe he's a happy drunk. Maybe it's yeah, it's possible. Like, like he's young and he doesn't he doesn't quite he hasn't seen the world. He's yet. not as yeah, jaded. That's it. He's yeah, that's it. right. He he's, never yeah, saw. Like, he, I think he's like twenty seven, twenty eight. Oh, but I wouldn't give body. to be that innocent. Yeah. <laughs> not be beaten down by the world just to by your johnsons and your ponders and your jacksons when you're younger when you're younger you take chances and you catch things and that's i think bond fever that's well your good. heart's open you know you're like willing open. to fall in love you're you're, you're just willing to go I, i'm gonna get out there i'm gonna put my heart out there and see what happens god damn it it's got to work once right god that's what they say I just realized that if he's 27, 28, he's too young to remember 1998. There's oh, no God. way. If you watch yeah. that game, he doesn't remember yeah. it. No. no. Lots no. of, like, mo- like a full like generation of people yeah. doesn't remember it. Yeah, it's like, wow. this, like the 1977 Super Bowl for me. I remember, like, being in my folks' living room watching it. I don't even know who played in that. That's the Vikings and the Raiders. That's I assumed it was the Vikings, but I yeah. didn't know. Huh. I remember it because it was, it was that's when they had Super Bowls in the daytime. It was at like two thirty in the afternoon. Whoa, it was, it was wild. I do not remember that in that phase at all. John, do you remember Super Bowls not being like a huge thing? That, no, I must have I'm happened right younger. when we were. I'm too young. I, I'm younger than Stu, and I'm clearly too young to remember. Spiritually when. older, though. 
the su- when the Super Bowl was a lead in for a baseball game or whatever. <laughs> right. All yeah, right. The big the big fight. Like a boxing yeah. match happened afterward. Dude, as this football game is over, we're gonna go right to we're gonna go right to Churchill Downs for well, a horse to, race. Yeah, it's middle of fourth. We're, we're, we're gonna cut yeah. into sixty minutes and Harry Reasoner was gonna go over there and cut a bitch. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I don't who you don't know, know who Harry Reasoner is. That's I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing a lot. I mean, I I I I understand what you mean philosophically. I don't know who that is. Though. You know the syllables and you know, like you know, the yeah things but yeah no, inherently I, I know that's a funny joke <laughs> I, I i will say that the one the the first super bowl i remember i think up with people did the halftime show and that was the last yeah. bad halftime show yeah that was the last one where they were like you know oh, we don't have the metrodome one well no it wasn't the metrodome one it was before the metrodome one but <laughs> people was metrodome that sounds right. was up no, up no, with people no. that was that- all right well, Redskins, I'm mixing up my 91? memories then. I could yeah. Wasn't that 91? Only there no, was a you're way right. for us to... There's no way for us up. to know. That's, yeah. Wade, who shunned John at the baseball game. Shunned me. Should check that for us. So, Wade, this will be in your podcatcher in the morning. Well, I'm, I'm mixing up my memories then. because No, I you're, you guys are all wrong. That, but... I knew you were wrong, and you're wrong. The halftime show uh, at... At the Metrodome, the rhythm is going to get you. Oh, the Miami Sound Machine. Mm-hmm. Featuring Gloria Estefan. Estefan, yep. Well, that, that makes a lot That's, of sense. Yeah. To sure. that combat. Only as, far from, only as far from fucking Cuba as it could possibly be. <laughs> and when you think conga, you think Mark Rippin. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Huh. Mm-hmm. Prince? He wasn't gonna... Oh, you moved again. He moved. He moved. The kids. You sound like you are. You set the microphone down. You walked like thirty feet away to the fridge, and we're still talking to us. Wasn't that Prince? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. We can hear you. It's just like really not loud. Say something. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. In a, in a yeah. little bit. Hmm. Well, when you said, can you hear me better? It was bad. And then you said now and brother, it was good. It was. Oh, yeah. The brotherhood part just made it feel better. Mm-hmm. Say hmm. more things. Microphone. I'm no, going to say really good. I'm, really good. Awesome. Really. Just, dude, I'm, top notch. I did Clear the audio settings and I just moved a bunch of things. Uh-huh. Yep, like the the yeah, yeah the sliders up and down. You're at you're at the recording studio, right? Sure. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, Neil so um, I have another question for Stu, our uh, oh, Vikings sweet. expert. Um, oh, yeah. let's do this. What percentage of fans, and this means all Vikings fans, the Sams, the chickens, mm-hmm. The bees, the Johns, the Stews, all of us. What percentage uh, think that uh, are going to der- derisively call him Monder his entire career? And what percentage <laughs> of people think he's actually like going to be a good quarterback? Okay, first of all, in Mon's defense, that pass that he overthrew would not have gone 
Ponder could not throw that pass. No, that's he good. couldn't even make that's it. More line, that's landing on the two yard 20, 20 yards. Yeah. <laughs> that is a grounder up the middle from Christian there. So let's give Mond that much. Um, you see guys who like figure it out and can make a career, but this is already his second year. Um, let's say 5%. 5%. 5% that he'll be a quality backup in the league. Someone you can trust to take over for a game or two. You're, I don't know, that's, a, Chino Smith, a Chino Smith type. Now, is that's that your story. prediction or that's what you think? Because you got your finger oh. on the pulse of the fan oh. the fan I, sentiment. What? Oh. How many fans are like your friend Sam and how oh. many friends are like your friend Chicken? Uh, they've, uh, they've, they've got some, they got some hope. Yeah. Which is what kills you. Mm, I know that's, that's, That'll do it. Every goddamn time is hope. So um, I think there's probably about 30, 35% of the fan base who think he was just being stifled by Mike Zimmer, um, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, because now they're blaming him for things that he didn't do, but, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, yeah, I'd say about 30, let's say one in three. Let's say one in three think that Mond might actually be good. Yeah, that sounds right to me. People be crazy. Can someone explain Sean Mannion to me? And this is what I mean. <laughs> Sean Mannion is 30 years old. He has played in the NFL, and by which I mean he's stood on the sidelines in the NFL yeah. for seven seasons now. He remembers the at, Up With People halftime show. <laughs> at sure no does. point, at no point in that entire seven years has he ever done anything that demonstrated that he might be good at being a quarterback in the NFL. Not one time. Mm-hmm. There's never been one glint of hope. There's never been one performance that made you think, well, yeah, maybe he's got it. He started three games. He lost every one of those games. He was terrible in every one of those games. His quarterback rating is like 14 for his career. Why is he still a backup NFL quarterback? What, what possible reason can there be that he's still employed? None of us knows, John. None of us knows. I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I don't. Mm-mm. It's like there's this weird thing in baseball where you'll 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 have a guy that's a quadruple A player or whatever, and there's a thousand of those guys, but somehow some of them, through one reason or another, will get into the major leagues. Usually, it's not because you know they're really been busting down the door and they got to get in there. Just somebody got hurt. Your Jake Caves that. Mm-hmm. End up playing 80 games one year, 100 year, games the next year. You're Zach Granitz. Up, yeah, they end up going on to have like 15-year Major League Baseball careers despite never being good at baseball. Right. And the only reason is because they were in the majors once. And so people are like, well, I guess he was in the majors. He must be good enough to be in the majors again. This guy's a pro. Yeah, he it's must like, be a pro. Yeah, he must be a pro. He knows where the locker room is. I, it's well, the I, same way with backup quarterbacks. I guess I don't get so. It. I, I don't it's get the it. same in like corporate America. You hit a certain level and people just go, well, this person must be smart. And a lot of times they're not. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know if I ever get there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I might be there. I think I might be Ooh, that really? guy at my company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, what? I, I don't know. I must be. I, I don't know. <laughs> It's a weird feeling considering you're the CEO of the company. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything. He says walking to his corner office after parking his BMW. Oh, God, I wish. That'd be sweet. That'd be real sweet. I have no idea, man. 
Uh, he doesn't do anything for me. I can totally understand, like, uh, rest in power, but Tavares Jackson, I can understand talking yourself into a guy like that who, like, doesn't really done. He was not great in college. You know, wasn't like a guy who won, but had, a, like, a strong arm. a player of the month one year. <laughs> it really happened. It actually happened in our lifetime. But I yeah. can see talking yourself into him, right? Because he's like, he can scramble. He's got a great arm. Like, he's got a bunch of other things going for him. Mm-hmm. He just could never find the right guy to pass it to, which turns out is the most important part of quarterbacking. Yes. Um, but Mannion doesn't have, I, as far as I know, is not like stud athlete either. So those are the guys I just don't. Uh, I don't get it, man. I mm-hmm. don't. And boy, I mean, this. he was a third round pick. He threw a lot of passes at Oregon State. Okay. That's not a pedigree. No, nope, it isn't. It's not good. Um, John, if, if you wouldn't mind, I got a game. I'd love to play. Okay. All right. Who's mom am I? <laughs> okay. It's a variation on right. uh, being somebody's mom. You need to be you. Oh, that's this is the easiest role I've had so far. Sure. But we also know that there's two sides of John Marthaler. And there's right. there's no there's the the most optimistic person on this podcast by yep. orders of a thousand mm-hmm. and the most cynical by a magnitude of a magnitude or by a lot. Both. Mm-hmm. So you're one or the other. Now, what yep. I'm hoping you can role play today is John the optimist. All right. John, who's uh, sees the football that Lucy has set down and you're like, I am going to boot the shit out of this football. This is going to be awesome. I want that John right now Mm -hmm. to be to show up. All right. Hold on. All right. I'm remembering how I picked Joe Maurer to hit 30 home runs (laughs) every year for like 10 consecutive years on this podcast. Yep. Just got to remember that. Get into that mindset. Get there. All right, I'm there. I'm ready. Okay, you're there. John, please get me excited about this Vikings team. Well, they've they've got one of the best running backs in the league in Dalvin Cook. They've got one of the best wide receivers in the league in Justin Jefferson. They've got 15 other receivers. Okay. Some of who are, are Adam Thielen and some of who aren't. Um, I found out recently that Irv Smith is not Irv Cross. And so he doesn't have Ooh. to appear on the Press CBS pregame show in 1991. Concerning that this is your fourth bullet, but sure, keep going. Okay. Um, they have several defensive players that you've heard of. Well, one guy that we um, just learned from Stu, who's uh, got a pretty good pedigree, right? Right. Uh, they have Zach Levine. Um, What's his name? Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. He's on the. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Roman Polanski is playing guard. <laughs> um, oh God. Let's see. Hold on. I'm going to get there. Uh, they've got all those defensive players you've heard of are now one of them has had a psychotic break with reality yet this year. And that's a major improvement over last Pretty year. Cool. Pretty cool. I mean, the year's young, but yep. Uh, the coach likes to talk about how great the kicker is now instead of trying to snap him with a rubber band every time he can get close enough to get him. That's a change from last year. Uh, let's see. What else? That's it. KJ Osborne is still on the roster. Yes. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely know who on. that is. There's more. They, they have different linemen this year. Some of whom aren't Garrett Bradbury, though. I understand that Garrett Bradbury is still probably going to start, which I Garrett Bradbury is such an interesting case because obviously he he's played football before and he's a large person, Mm -hmm. but somehow he always just gets absolutely blown away in the middle of the line, which is there was one year where he gained a bunch of weight to try to prevent that and it didn't work. So then the next year he lost all the weight Mm. and that also didn't work. Kudos and for trying, Garrett. You start, I, we must have offensive line coaches, but I don't know what they're doing with Garrett. Anyway, it's an interesting case. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you never know if he's going to get, like, do the Vikings play the Rams this year? I don't think they do. I mean, why are you asking us? We don't have any idea. <laughs> well, None. It's, always, it's always fun <laughs> because there's whenever they play Aaron Donald, there's always the chance that a Vikings running play is going to get blown up by Aaron Donald picking up Garrett Bradbury and throwing him <laughs> into the running back, which is and up I mean, to Aaron to Donald. Watch. How? Yeah, it's just it's funny to watch. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. all right. So what I what I guess I'm saying is the line, the offensive line should be better okay. because they've got Roman Polanski mm-hmm. uh, or whoever else they got. They got a bunch of other guys, too, that sound like they might be better. Yep. Um. Stu's coworker loves Kellen Mond, which is good because Kirk Cousins is he's he's been very durable, but I love this. Stay optimistic, yeah. been durable. So, You're right. Hold on. Uh Delvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. That's fun. Okay. We're just, just repeating things now. Yep. Uh and <laughs> what about the defensive line? The defensive line is gonna get better for reasons I can't think of right now. No, you just this is like just gotta believe. Yeah, well. That's that's who I am, Brandon. I'm the most optimistic guy. Okay. Okay. You did your best here, John. Thank you. Wow. I I mean, the Pretty more we talk about it, the more I really can't tell if they're gonna go seven and ten or two and fifteen. Or eight and nine. Oh, okay. Um yeah, it's possible because we know that there was a a pretty defined floor and a very defined ceiling for old Zim Dog, right? Yeah. Seven wins, ten wins, somewhere in between. They're going to be there. We don't know about this new guy. 
If they could be a two-win team, he could be a disaster. I don't even know if we got a nickname for him. I don't even know what his actual name is. Kevin O'Connell, right? Yeah, Kevin O'Connell. He played um, E on Entourage. Mm. Oh, right, 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 E. Yeah. Nice little late career move for him. Yeah, it's, you know, it's impressive. Ooh, do. Keep those checks. All this, Viking, all this Viking stock is reminding me that I got to read this. Read this Viking stat I saw. Drew McGarry posted his his annual why. The oh, I haven't read column. it yet. I'm so excited. Yeah, I just stuff. I gotta I gotta read this stat for you. But this is about last year, and I want you, as I read it, I want you to remember that Mike Zimmer was a reputed defensive mastermind. Here you go. The Vikings allowed touchdowns on 32.4 percent of opponent drives in the final four minutes before halftime or the end of the game. Worst in the NFL. The NFL average was 12 percent. <laughs> the Uh-oh. second worst team was 20.6 percent not only did they rank 32nd in the nfl last year they ranked 686 out of 686 since at least 2000 <laughs> oh my god oh no wow. i don't like that i'm so glad i was emotionally checked out by the middle of the season you know it's year. a saving grace for all of us it was i think it was the amon it was the amon ross st brown touchdown against <laughs> Alliance, where they gave him a ten-yard cushion on the three-yard line with no time left on the clock. That's also linked in this column. I got to go watch it again. I thought we were. I thought we were doing the the optimism. (laughs) It's hilarious. Wait, where is fourth and two from the ten, and all of the defensive backs backed up to five yards deep in the end zone. I thought this didn't work. I don't. What happened? It doesn't make any sense. Chicken, are you uh, are you ready to step in and be the optimist? Well, no, <laughs> I'm not. I have not. You already predicted zero seventeen online. Trying to close out this route. I was. I'm, no I'm ready. To... It's great. It's glorious. Am I cutting out? No, <laughs> we hear oh, you. You're, anyway, you're John's just John's just still talking. No, that's okay. We've... I didn't. I just want to make sure I'm. I'm okay. I, no, I'm only prepared to be the pessimist. Not in any way prepared to be the optimist. So, Chicken, you've got a little bit of a conundrum here because you had tried to dial in this sweet spot for the past, I don't know, decade or so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in which you, let me get this straight. Good things happened. It was because of the coaching. Yep. Bad things happened is because of the GM. I don't think that was, that was, you were, was an you easy were consistent. Way. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got there. It was not hard to do. No. Um, no. A draft pick ended up good. Well, obviously. Coached him up. Zimdot coached him up. We know that. Um, so where are you mentally now with, we got the new guy, K, uh, oh, Kill Cam is, uh, is our, our smart guy, GM. And then we've got uh, E from Entourage as mm-hmm. our coach. Are you for sure out on both? Because that makes it more consistent. Or are you I'm like out. willing? You're out. You're just, I'm it's out. over. So you are um, like, oh, and 17 would actually like, it would suck in some ways, but it would be validating. No, your... I, I'm sorry. I should say this. I'm not out on cam. I'm not out on the GM. I am out on the coach. Okay. Um, cam, I'm going to give a little bit more leeway. A little bit. Six coach, foot leash. I am out. You've already brought him back to the pound. Like no leash, nothing. Let me, let me, I'm going to, boy, I'm going to search for a, metaphor and it's going to be horrible and it's going to be strained and i'm going to do it anyways that's our specialty o'connell so we we hired this guy because the the league is going to kind of young innovative minds short haircut yeah yep Mm -hmm. 
it, the Sean McVay mold. And Sean McVay is obviously like a football genius. Like he's a savant, right? Yeah, um, totally. So we went to the Sean McVay tree and plucked, plucked a, a lemon off the Sean McVay tree mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Kevin McConnell. Kevin O'Connell. A lemon. Um, I see what you're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's say that we're we're opening a sandwich restaurant. This is what I'm going to try to I do. I love a good okay. sandwich. Mm, yep, I love say I do. I love oh, sandwiches. And you say it to yourself, okay, in my restaurant, the key to this sandwich is going to be the bread. Yeah. So I am opening this new restaurant. I'm going to go to the best, the best bakery I can think of. Subway. And I'm going to hire... Of somebody from there to make my to run my restaurant. Yep. That's gonna be the because the bread's the base, right? So we are. So you go there and you hire the, the and and you bring the guy in and you say, All right, um, you are running my restaurant. Um, so I'm gonna need you to bake the bread, and he's gonna be like, Well, I didn't I didn't bake it at the last place. You're like, wait, you're the offensive coordinator, you didn't call the plays. Mm-mm. Oh no, no! I was the that host. Was that was, I was front of house guy. That was the other guy. Well, so what? It's what like, did well, you, did you did you watch him make bread? <laughs> like, sorta. Yeah, I, I was around. Well, I was uh, around. I was there watching him make the bread. Well, what, what were in the ingredients? Like, the I don't know. Thing like now, you're in charge of the whole sandwich. Yep. It just had like what... Tupperware of different ingredients that he measured it's... out. I watched him, but I don't know what it they... was. And he memorized them all. And he was a genius, so he, right. he didn't really have it. He I saw him use measuring cups a couple times, but usually. So okay, end of strain metaphor. That's why I struggle with this move a little bit. Yes, he fits the mold of being young. It's almost the boy geniuses. Um, my why I struggled with the twins hiring the boy geniuses is mm-hmm. I just I didn't see any accomplishments behind the. It's the hot trend is the is that was in baseball was to hire the, the Ivy League guys, right? Yeah. But did we get there too late? Did we get to the trend too late? Yeah, we got or like we... the 33rd best Ivy League guy. That's right. And if everybody in the league is doing Ivy League guys, they already got the, the Ivy League guys. Ivy League guys, then you're you're not ahead of the curve. You're afraid that we got ourselves a Romeo Cornell. I'm worried. We got that... us a Charlie Weiss. A guy who watched Belichick do it, yes, but isn't Belichick. That's my concern. Yes, mm. that's a good yes. But in the young, offensive genius mold. Oh, Mangini. We got, we got Eric Mangini. That's who we got. Genius. The Mangenius. That's my concern. Oh no! And until proven otherwise, that's my concern. The uh, the problem with Mangenius and Weiss, the it's not the exact same. Is I think those guys were like super arrogant and bombastic and like we're changing shit up. Whereas I feel like this guy is just like, I don't know. I'm here. I'm the coach, I guess. Well, so that's all I've heard out of camp is that it's okay. So what's going well? Well, he doesn't yell. Okay. Easy. I can do that. That that is a thing. I mean, I won't, but I could. (laughs) It's, that's a thing that's good, I suppose. They're just pointing good. out things that are different. Not that that's good or bad. That's my point. Yes. Right. That's not a pot. I don't know that that's necessarily a, it's a tangible thing, but that, mm-hmm. is it enough to move the needle enough to put them in the Super Bowl? Right. Seems to be quite a stretch. It's a stretch. Or make the playoffs? Because I can't imagine. I don't know. 
I hope I'm wrong. That's and, and furthermore, so to overhaul this defense, the strategy. So we had this old curmudgeon defensive coach. Yep. Zimmer. Mm-hmm. And in order to overhaul the defense and go in an entirely different direction from Zimmer, their plan was to hire Ed Donatel. Like, wait, what? That's <laughs> no, he like even older and more of a curmudgeon. <laughs> what the hell? Zimmer's dad. <laughs> it might even be Zimmer. It might even be him. Just a mustache. Just the Italian Zimmer. I don't. Uh, it yeah. doesn't seem to me to be much of a change. And they've got cousins and they've got everybody that they had before. There wasn't any remarkable overhaul. Yes, they have draft picks. Every team has draft picks, except mm-hmm. Seattle, except the Sea Chickens. Um, right? No, they don't everybody remember. makes those changes. What they didn't really overhaul the, the roster in any meaningful way that I can see beyond the draft picks and the one Green Bay defensive lineman. So you are feeling pretty open minded on Cam. So he oh. has a good draft, a couple of good drafts, or a couple of good signings in a row. You might go, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, it's pretty good, but. If all of a sudden uh, E is like, seems to be uh, like a good in-game coach or whatever, are you going to like be okay and get on board quickly? Or do you think you're mm-hmm. already going to be like, oh, I've kind of uh, hitched my wagon to him being bad and no. I kind of have to roll with this. But you're not feeling any personal. You're okay still. You're going to, you're. Not, no, I'll, not any buy-in. I, I'm not, I will wait. I'll hedge my bets. You're going to hedge. Yep. Smart. Yep. It's, it's early. Like Mond, I'm out. I was out last season. No matter what, it's, you're just going to have to like, well, that's the bet I made. I will say if he does well, then it'll be O'Connell. I'll blame him and I'll be on the O'Connell train <laughs> and I'll say it was all him or something like that. That's you got a couple and, outs. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I would love to keep talking about this, but. I think we put our other two to sleep. Um, we got a couple <laughs> other segments we need to get to. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep going. Uh, Stu, are you still with us? Yes. Yes, I am. I would love if you would get to the world famous top six segment. Oh, the top six this year. <laughs> this one. Top six. Now, uh, we were talking in the green room earlier. Uh, Stu, you can uh, remind the listeners what top six means, but I just wanted to give a quick preview and say that this is, promise to be the most controversial top six yet it is by far the most controversial top six and just so you know last week's top six i almost drove to your building because i know where you live and fought you so it's going to be even more than that i know um the top six really just it breaks down the top six of a certain subject it could be in be an author's work it could be uh auteur's milieu if you will <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh and why six today's, today's top six is the top six kqrs djs from 9 a.m to midnight from 1985 to 2022 <laughs> chicken fingers may lose his goddamn mind if i screw this up so i'm just trying to be a good person here Oh, still being true, still being true to the bit. So I've got my whole office chair to sit in, but I only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I got number a six. Okay, uh-huh. Ray Eric. Yes, the na- he seemed like the nicest man ever in the yes. his, in his. He had to follow up that morning zoo 
mm-hmm. for a million years and they gave him nothing but shit. Mm-hmm. Just poor Ray Eric out there just doing his level best to get to living on a prayer. Um, <laughs> number five, Garth Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> Garth Kemp was the afternoon drive guy in the 90s. He sounded like cigarettes and drowned them with cologne. (laughs) He just lived on a diet of cigarettes and Hugo Boss. It's just one of the best FM radio voices on God's green earth. I think he went to Los Angeles in the mid-90s and never came back. And why would you, with that voice, it was a, again, Garth Kemp. He he was was like Tanqueray down at the schooner. Yeah, in Minneapolis, that had, had to be his lead-in. He makes Tom Bernard sound like Martin Short. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's such a resonant basso voice. It was just oh, amazing. <clears throat> Number four, May Young. Oh, oh yes, May Young, very oh, sweet. Maybe nicer than Ray Eric. Yes, and just what? Yeah, just has been a KQ for decades, and just. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, I want to say the first prominent female voice on KQ, I think. Obviously, I mean, Terry Drink, but um, we're, we're sticking to 9 a.m. to midnight here, people. <clears throat> Number three, Johnny Rock. John Lastman, everybody. He was the, um, well, he's, I think he's on the morning show now, but, um, or he may have been, but he was like their, like, uh, eight, their, like, their nighttime wacky guy. And I remember like back in the eighties, like they would like let local bands be on the, on KQ for like a hot minute, like the replacements were on there and he was going to go out drinking with the replacements. And I thought that was really cool because the replacements like to drink and I like the replacements. So um, probably explains my alcohol problem, honestly. So um, number two, I think Lastman's up in your old neck of the woods. Yeah. I think he's at Rock 101, the Red House that rocks. I think yes. I think he's um, up in St. Claude now. Yeah. Uh, number two, um, I think Chicken's on board with this one as well. Lisa Miller. Just, uh, <laughs> Lisa Miller's great, man. She's just been introducing more than a feeling for years and years and years. And just, it's the kind of voice, it's just, ah, it's like a comforting blanket. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just a big fan of Lisa Miller. And, however, there was only one choice for number one. Wally Walker. Oh. <laughs> Wally Walker. He gave out so many requests to the guys working up at Coon Rapids Jiffy Loop who just wanted to hear Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Oh. You don't ask for much. All they ever wanted in this All they want. They wanted to hear Paranoid. Wall mental. That's what the morning show called him. Up yeah. next is Wall mental. Uh, uh, here's Van Morrison. Oh. <laughs> oh god anyway i i chicken i will i apologize if i got those out of order i apologize if i missed anyone but those i think are the top six kqrs mm. 9 a.m to midnight djs 1985 to 2022 i'm trying to think what i would say different zepp was a late night guy. Yeah, I, I would have put. I mean, I would have put. If it was his top seven list, I would have put in Zep. And I always feel halfway he here, in chicken. Tough spot because Zep is from my part of the state too. I think he's from uh, Gaylord, just like uh, Maxie is. So, 
Um, that sounds about right. And he, yeah. you know, he had a tough, he had to follow Tony Lee and that's a tough, yeah, that's, yeah, you know, that's, that's a tough act to follow. He was never, you're just not going to ever have, no, yeah. people are going to not like you just simply for that fact. No, uh, no. But I thought he was pretty good. Was Tony Lee no, the guy that still- called and was like angry caller to like, um, no, that, I think that was crazy. Cabay, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. My Tony Lee got was all the wet. guy. Tony Lee was the he best was, at at the, the fun songs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was the guy that was like? If I gotta come down, my boys, your ass will get whooped. I don't. Th- I think Are that you was of the jerky boys? I think no. that was something that came from elsewhere. I know what you're talking. Yeah, I- my boots got that- all wet. Uh, goddamn! How'd the boots go wet? Well, goddamn water, of course. Eagle is bird of some sort. Some sort. <laughs> that was a KQ thing for sure. All right. I think Tony okay. Lee was Thank you, Tom Kelly hobble hobble. Yeah. Um, gotcha. That's a great list, Stu. Uh, yeah, I think I did justice to to the the men and women of KQRS. Well, and all the listeners too. I didn't know any of those names, but I did appreciate listening to it. <laughs> Wall mental. Uh, Great. Wally Walker, man. Oh, just the best. God. He could okay. intro a Greg Allman song. Oh, he's doing it right now. He's just home. <laughs> it's happening. Flip the dial. Flip the dial. He's putting Rambler Man on and loading up the dishwasher before going to bed. Oh, God. <laughs> That's my guy. So, um, I had two new segments I wanted to introduce tonight. Oh, Jesus. Um, and after 10, you're introducing two new segments. Yeah. Post 10 PM. Your mind. John's already gone to bed. John, John's been <laughs> gone a long time. He's yeah. still somehow logged in. He's going to be logged in well after this yeah. ends. John, are you here? I think you've lost connection, right? But somehow no, he's still, I'm still here. here. Oh I'm my still God. Here. Okay. I John, was, I, hope I was you're enjoying okay. I, I was enjoying Stu reading members of the 76 California Angels and passing them <laughs> off as KQRS DJs. It's true. He, they all could be, and it'd be a very funny yeah. bit because I just like Campbell, laughed along with it. Come on. You're thinking of Garth Orge. Come on. <laughs> it is on the Blue Jays. So the first of two segments, I uh, was thinking we could call Drinking with Stu. Um, and this is not drinking with Stu as, as if we are going to be drinking with him, although that would be awesome. This is drinking exclamation point with Stu. So like we have questions about like alcohol Mm -hmm. and Stu could like Mm -hmm. answer it. Okay. Maybe. And I don't know if you know this one and it's okay. If you just want to have a pass for next week, it was more important that I just introduced this segment. Okay. Um, but Stu, I had a cold IPA the other day. Oh, um, and so I'm a, I'm a hazy man myself. That's all yes, I really yeah. drink these days. But I went into my local uh, liquor store and uh, the fellow down there told me, uh, you should try a cold IPA. And I said, I'm a hazy man, as I just mentioned. Yes. Anyway, so he says to me, uh, you should still try a cold IPA because it's somewhat similar in the same family. And I had it and brother, it was real good. So can you tell me what is a cold IPA, Stu? You know, Brandon, I'm glad you asked. Thank um, you. A cold IPA is basically it, it like pairs the crispness of a lager, mm-hmm. a lawnmower beer, 
with the I with like the like the hop like heavy uh element of an IPA. So you get that hoppy um either like it could be like a bitter like a west coast hoppy beer or like a easy like a little mellower uh fruitier um uh, northeast IPA but you also get that lager uh crispness. So sort of I don't you know you know if you if you have a hazy it kind of gives you that mouth coating feeling. Sure. Uh, the cold IPA does not have that. It's definitely a, a drier finish, um, and it's crisper in that. Um, like uh, I'm going to say mouthfeel, and I apologize to everyone listening because no, it's fine. No one wants to hear a 51 year old man say mouthfeel. Um, but that <laughs> That's is the third uh, time you've said it. So I am very well aware mouthfeel, and um, <laughs> yeah. So that's basically what it is. And it's just, um, the whole technical side of it is, it, is you don't. Um, there's a certain uh, boil temperature when you bring the wort to um, the proper temperature for fermentation. And yeah, with this, it's like, it's like meets in the middle of a ale and a lager boil. And that's kind of how you get that cold IPA uh, effect is you get that crispness of a lager, but you also still get that hoppy element. So that's what that is. It's basically a hybrid. Yeah, uh, it makes I, sense. Stu, it seems... uh, follow-up question. I have a yes. follow-up question. Yes. All that stuff you just said, mm-hmm. like all of it, mm-hmm. you made all of that up, didn't you? I did not make it all up. You did He's too. There's no, no way. In, there's no way any of that is right. He's right, John. Absolutely right. It's it's absolutely right. It's his job, man. That is literally my job. What you said was this beer tastes like an IPA, but it also tastes like a lager. At this point, we're just describing a beer. What you that's a beer. No, no, well, that's, <laughs> no, no, that's different. There are different kinds of beer, John. You know it, that. He might be on to something, though, because it did feel like a smoother, like less IPA IPA. Mm-hmm. I won't and have it. I've had enough. This is I, where I draw the line. John, have you tried a cold IPA? No. I mean, in the sense that I've drank a beer before. Yes. <laughs> in some ways, all I've ever had is a cold IPA. <laughs> anyway, John, John the, 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 the effect of a cold IPA is that you will drink it like it's a Miller Lite. Or in mm-hmm. course, like it's smoother it's than your bitter. typical yeah. bitter IPA oh. is what I yeah, and it'll oh. fuck you up quicker is really the way to. But it's also it. strong, yes, yes, yeah, and it's not as uh, like juicy and thick as the New England IPAs. Oh, you have mad at me for mouthfeel, you're dropping juicy and thick in the it's juicy shit. and thick uh, in your mouth as you swallow it. <laughs> this um, is utterly idiotic. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a hazy guy. I'm still like hundred percent, but. It's the only thing. So I've been 100% hazies for like two years. But this dude convinced me to try a cold IPA. And it was, I have to say, pretty refreshing. Delectable. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay. Uh, thank you, Stu. I thank you so much. I haven't, been, I haven't been this mad since we tried to get Holly Manthai to explain sour beers to me. And I was more confused at the end than when we started. <laughs> You do have a, this is your weakness. This is when people yes. describe beers to you is when you get upset. Right. I get frustrated. So uh, that was the first edition of drinking exclamation point with Stu. Mm-hmm. And so uh, chicken or John, if you have any other future topics uh, for that, please submit them to me directly and I'll bring them up on the next uh, podcast. Now I did mention that there were two segments I wanted to introduce today. And so the second one, I was hoping we could entitle eating with chicken. Oh, hell yeah. And eating also exclamation point, And then with chicken is like the next point. So chicken, are you still with us? I'm right here. 
So one thing that I think I sort of knew, but it didn't necessarily sink in until I started to get into this phase of life of all kids having sports at all times, mm-hmm. uh, all night, um, is the, I'll call it the chaotic dad dinner, if you sure. will. Sure. Chaotic dad meal, dad meal. That mm-hmm. is you get home at five 30, mm-hmm. you change into your sports coach clothes mm-hmm. at five 40. You need to be at practice at six. You've realized you've got four minutes to eat dinner. Full chaos ensues in that kitchen. You are running around grabbing everything you can possibly stuff into your gullet because practice is going to go from six to eight thirty, and then you have something else to do after that—a podcast, if you will. Uh, and so you can't really do a regular dinner, right? Correct. I'm wondering if you have—I'll give you an example. Here's what I had for dinner tonight. I had two microwaved Polish sausages. <laughs> that I ate in the car on the way to practice. Mm -hmm. And then when I got home, I had uh, an entire bushel of grapes and a four pack of Nutter Butters. (laughs) And now two strong beers. That's like a pretty standard meal for me. And I don't mean standard as in I will have, I will never have that exact meal again for as long as I live. I will never, ever, ever in my entire life eat two microwave Polish sausages, grapes, and a four pack of Nutter Butters ever again. Mm-hmm. But the, that's generally the, the sense of a type of meal I have most weekdays nowadays. So I'm wondering if you have any examples or if you have any tips on the chaotic on-the-go dad meal. What did you do in times like this? Did you have a go-to? I do. Well, I still do it. Um, I do not have a go-to. And I will say, um, living in the town that we do, you're, you have limited options. Like, we don't have anywhere close to, at least living where I do. I don't live in town. Mm-hmm. I, we don't have fast food. There's no really Jimmy John's options. on the corner. Yeah, it's so really it's there's no New Jersey Michaels anywhere near New Jersey Michaels. And there isn't even like a quick trip where you could go in and get like Mm -hmm. chicken fingers at 1030 p.m. (laughs) Um, So you're really limited to what you have at home. We use I use a lot of crockpots so that it's something is available for whoever is home at whatever time they're home. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, just full of cocktail weenies. Uh, it's, <laughs> just we, nineteen it's, of those. It's uh, it's often some sort of roast, whether it's beef or pork, or sometimes chicken. It's one of those three things that you can just grab, um, and then usually on Sundays, sometimes a different night, but typically Sundays, I will make a large amount of something that can be heated up quickly. Tacos. Absolutely not. Fuck you. <laughs> Asian food. Oh my Orange God. chicken. Chicken's and... famous pad thai. <laughs> it makes me so angry. You gotta send me that recipe, bro. <laughs> I can't imagine. So the house would smell not just that one night you make the pad thai. Oh yeah. For then, weeks. 
for the the weeks, and then also you're heating it up for leftovers and, for the rest of the week. So every night now, the house if it's winter, like brother, that's not coming out till May. What a horrible idea! <laughs> like you, I'd buy like an ice house. if you live here and you insisted on having it. I'd buy an ice house for you, and that's where you'd have to live. Live on the lake? No, not on the lake. The ice just in the house just in the yard. In the yard. Yeah, and that's where you'd eat your pad thai. And that's where the, the pad thai house. Pad thai house. <laughs> it's a good idea. Uh, mashed potatoes, something that it's like a mashed potatoes would be a good example. You could have that on the side with whatever's in the crock pot. So now you have a potato and a big hearty meal. I don't understand though. I'm I got home at five thirty. I'm leaving no, 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 at five thirty-five. No. I have five I, minutes. I'm making. How where are the mashed potatoes coming no, from? You have that when you get home. So what I my strategy? Oh, gotcha. Just to I get you through a, the practice. I have a big giant meal for lunch. So that at 5.30, I can have something, a banana or something to get me through practice. Sleeve of Nutter Butters. When I get home, yep. then I'd have that big meal. Oh, all right. So you're like getting through practice. You're crow hopping from seven feet away, batting practice to your son. <laughs> yep. uh, just in the whole back of your mind, you go, I am going to, I'm going to tuck into a roast so hard when I get home. It's going to be the greatest ever. You do, That's you do your good eating after practice absolutely that's now it. did you ever run into the issue where you get done with practice you're ready to go home you're looking forward to that pot roast meal um and then a, a fellow dad goes hey do you want to just slam like four beers in the parking lot or you want to head up to the bar real quick the kids will mm-hmm. continue to Cause then you're into a little bit of a sticky situation yourself of like, well, I kind of, uh, I'm on an empty stomach at this point. Do you ever run into no. that? We did not have, no. Parking not, lot beers not, was not the cultural thing. Not post-practice parking lot beers. Okay. So post- just my friends that are game parking lot beers occasionally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. often, far more often was pre-game beers. Oh boy. Post game was not as often. You get sauced up and then just like go coach third. Well, yes. Uh-huh. Ideally, you're coaching first because what does that guy even do over there? Oh, man. It's nothing. It's Back. pandemonium. At third base, you don't want any part of that. Yeah. If, you've, if you've had three cold IPAs, you want to get over no. to first. This, let me take your batting gloves. Oh, you want to okay. hold on to them? Okay, you got it, bud. One out, <laughs> yep. fist bump. And I just, there was never Pick up your any third base need. coach. Just yes. pick them up when you round it. Okay, get out there, bud. You can do that. You could do that after nine beers. I could, I could do that after during a wedding reception. <laughs> just there's a there's an iPad of you at first base, and you're just yep. FaceTiming. <laughs> a hat, little hat <laughs> on top of the iPad. Of curve it more. You curve it more. <laughs> Hi there, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Enjoying yourself? Yeah. Uh oh, Stu's getting kicked oh, out. No. Stu, we can hear I'm you. I'm not getting kicked out. He's just checking on me. That's okay. <laughs> you too. Stu, and with the, the St. Paul police. No, that was we've had a number of complaints. That was a security. Is that thing. Mayor Carter? Was that your was mayor? Is that Mayor, mayor Carter? Carter. We've, yeah, we heard on. that you ranked Wally Walker first. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> 
It was the Brian Zepp Truth Foundation. <laughs> nope, just checking on who was who using the business office at 11, 10.30 at night. It's literally his business. It is literally what he's up to. Yeah. Me young. That makes me so happy. Just I hadn't thought about here a long time. Oh, boy. Okay, so you think pot roast is the... I mean, I have to be honest with you. I'm not going to be doing that. I think crock pots are. You asked me what I do. I, mm-hmm. That's okay. It's what you. So what would you, I don't know what to tell you. Then then you're destined for a life of nutter butters. Mm-hmm. And that's which is just that's just empty carbs, Brandon. You of anyone should know those are empty carbs. A crock pot. <laughs> you can't get more lean. It's just lean protein. Yeah, lean protein. You're just stacking on grams of protein. Yeah. You the need, best part. The best part of this whole discussion was when Chicken said a banana and Brandon immediately corrected him and said a four pack and nutter butters. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't even let that slide. In Terrible example. The banana. Let's correct the record. Nutter butters. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking for an excuse to eat nutter butters. So um, I love that idea, though. I'm trying to think about I do get worried because it has become a culture of my sports dads that we do pound beers after practice. And I can't eat it. I mean, I can, but I, I try to hammer something before I go to a practice or a game. Let me ask this. I love, How about, I love the idea. But, uh, oh, go ahead, John. I was just going to say, I love the idea of you like ending practice. Like, all right, kids, everybody take two laps of the field. And then you whip a loaf of bread out of your bag and <laughs> just throw down four slices of bread to try to give yourself a cushion. I'm worried about your carb and sugar intake, Brandon. Sure. So two and lack of lack of protein. Are things well, okay two Polish Brandon? sausages. Are you okay, Brandon? You don't eat carbs. I, you're right. This is a call for help. This is you. You know now. There's a hostage pointing a gun at me. This was my message to you. If I mention that I ate carbs, send help, Stu. Whoever came to your place, they were supposed to come to my house. The guy just showed up. You're like, no, other guy, other host. <laughs> What if you had like beef sticks? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Beef jerky. Jerky. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can get like chicken and turkey jerky. You don't even have to go with red meat. Okay. Or a venison stick. Yeah. So what just pound. Uh, don't you guys, uh, we're getting, I mean, that's a lot of sodium, pals. Do you not worry about what that? Is, what do you think is so the Seventeen thousand butter butters. Just nothing. That's water. Instead of four pack, pack, it's a regular amount of nutter butters. This is not a crazy <laughs> amount of nutter butters. Find a new slant. Every time I mention a fruit, you replace it with nutter butters. <laughs> By the end of the day, you're supposed to have like five servings of fruit. We nutter butter, nutter butter, nutter butter. Twenty nutter butters. No, I um I don't eat bananas. It's one of the few things I I can't I can't eat. This is can't just so God. I don't, I don't know what's wrong. I ate so many grapes. I'll crush apples. I love pineapple, watermelon. I I, I eat the shit out of carrots. I just I guess I was more looking for you to bond with me. Of here's a funny meal I used to eat as a sports dad, and you just came at me with I, pot roast. No, I <laughs> chicken understand. Wins. Well prepared and nutritionally balanced, which <laughs> beef sticks, string cheese, almonds, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. all, all great. What you were looking for 
what you were, I think what you were looking for was something like, well, what I would do is I would put spaghetti and meatballs in a blender mm-hmm. and then just have that as like a sports shake and just have that out. At, I'd be pitching BP, putting balls in the pitching machine. So here's the deal. I tested it. If you put that spaghetti blender concoction in the microwave at eight in the morning before you leave and you put it in the microwave <laughs> for six and a half hours, it'll put be it boiling. Yummy. By the time you get home at 430, it'll be just about ready for you to for you to eat, to consume. Yeah, I'm looking for a hack. And there, there is no, yeah, you're no I told you, I told you when the kids, when the your oldest was like three, that this was coming for you. You did. And you laughed. Mm-hmm. And you, you said, no, not me. Not me, bro. I got my Soylent. Uh, I won't be coaching. Yes. I'll just right be then, on the side right. with my iPad and just like efficiently working. Uh, I'll be doing just like pull-ups at the monkey bars. That's what I'll be doing. No. Nope. Microwave polo sausages that I had to eat in the car. Like I had to put them in my lap in the car on the way to practice. Got mustard all over the place. Yeah, that's not a good. Those lap sausages are not great, especially Mm -hmm. for a man who doesn't wash his fucking pants. No, not in in (laughs) traditional senses. Uh, some may say I wash them. Some don't. Most don't. Yeah. Almost everybody says I don't wash them. That's okay. Do you wash them? (laughs) (laughs) Who's asking some people or most people? (laughs) Uh, I mix in a wash. I mix in a wash. Not very often, but I, I mix it in if I need to. I give a sniff and see what happens. The pants tell me if they need to be washed. You know what I'm saying? Like, they tell me. I don't tell the pants. Well, at least you we got a show title now. <laughs> All right. Should we call it? I feel like yes, we should have probably called it a long time ago. Oh, All right. God. We're going to stop recording now. Um, goodbye, everybody. Oh. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.